Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 396. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. This is not Nate. This is... A shell of Nate. This is this is Nate doing his best to fight off allergies. And this is allergies, losing, Nate. All right. Well, on bad. that on that note, we only have four games to talk about. Yeah. And I know that I texted you today, and this is not the first time I've texted you today. I said, "Let's cap this thing at forty minutes. Yeah. Let's 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 try to take it back to the old days." We're going we to do could, it today. We could be a little more succinct with our thoughts and our commentary. There's o- there's think. only four games to talk about. I think right. we can do it. One would think. One would hope. Yeah. We'll see. Stay tuned. Let us see. <laughs> Let us see. Uh, well, what's funny about that is the people listening to this already know how long the episode's going to be. So That's true. Yeah. Here's, here's us. They know something hoping. we don't. Here's us hoping that it that it pans out. Uh, LCS. Right off the top, I'm just gonna say it. One far more entertaining than the other. I don't know. I mean, you're saying the NLCS is not entertaining. I mean, at least the I I don't know this. No, I I was actually gonna say the NLCS is the more entertaining one because at least you're getting you're I mean sure haven't exactly been close but at least you're getting a a, a glimpse of playoff atmosphere a, a glimpse of playoff baseball the Rangers just went into Houston yeah and turned that place into a morgue yeah and, and so that has it I mean Rangers fans have to love it the Rangers themselves have to love it but I mean I think if we were honest with ourselves, not exactly the dream four at this stage. Uh, Correct? No, probably not the dream. If we were to look at the field, I yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know, man. It's it's a bummer to me. I think even if the Astros find a way to to make this a series and stretch us out, I don't know how many teams have come back from 02 statistically speaking i doubt it's very many uh nate i got something here you for got you. that nugget for me i got something for you teams that lose the first two games at home in the lcs are oh and 21 all right so we've never seen it um, I don't think we will see it. So I think that's what makes it more of a bummer. Because to me, like everyone, I don't know. I, I feel like every, anyone that's not an Astros fan is or tired of the Astros. I'm tired of the Astros. I'm tired of seeing this. It's annoying. And it's like, we can talk dominance all you want. We We can say as much as you want about seven straight 
appearances. Probably would prefer to get over the hump a little bit more often, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was kind of, I was thinking kind of the same thing because I'm like, okay, I had to, I don't want to say come to the defense of the Astros, but I was having to come to the defense of the Astros against people that are like, well, seven straight trips. Like it's time we see somebody else. And it was one of those things where it's like, you, you, if you hate it, you at least have to respect it. Mm-hmm. But like, if this is all we're getting, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather see better baseball. Right. It's like, if this is all we're getting, then ultimately you're just seeing the name and the Jersey pop up on your screen and really not right. much else. But like, if they were just showing up and just rolling the field every time October came, it's like, okay, that's, that's a little different. You, right. Like I said, if you hate it, you at least have to respect it. But I mean, just, Punching your ticket to the LCS year after year is getting a little old, if I'm being honest. And I know, coming off a World Series, but I'm just saying, looking at the big picture here, it's like, okay, seven straight trips is going to lose its luster a little bit if this continues and this is the only kind of Astros baseball we get. Yeah. It's It's been a little bit of a wacky postseason. It's been a little bit different than what we're used to. We're so used to dominant pitching and and that being the story and it's like (laughs) these offenses are are stealing the show then i understand like the whole you know whoever homers most is is gonna be typically winning games but it's like dude all right we get it like i i don't know i i'd be i'd be down for a little bit of a pitching duel that game one Rangers Astros. I mean, two nothing. That's a well fought game. Um, if you're the Astros, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a little bomb that you can't win on Verlander Day. Tough for him to take the L there too, because he threw well. I mean, true, but if you're the Rangers, you, at this point in the postseason, that's kind of their Verlander Day. Mm-hmm. apparently when jordan montgomery steps on the mound i know that's something that they can look forward to a little bit more now it seems who knew the guy's a freak man and i feel like this postseason is probably added i don't know i would say another five to seven million aav to whatever deal he's gonna get this this offseason I feel like there's a few guys this postseason that have uh, helped themselves out in that regard. Big fan of that. Big fan. Aaron Nola, another guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you love to see it. I love it. Jordan Montgomery, man. I mean, just just pitching, and I, I, it's refreshing. If if we're if any of our fans are, or any of our listeners are fans of true pitching like that's it's old school man it's it's working smart it's in and out it's up and down it's staying out of the heart of the plate i mean it's it's fun to watch he's not overpowering but he will get his strikeouts he just he does a really really good job it's fun to watch i think the beard makes all the difference it does for most of us so Respect. 
a crafty arm, Jordan Montgomery. Went six and a third, five hits, no earned runs, six Ks, and a walk. Uh, Verlander finished at game one, six and two thirds, six hits, two earned runs, five Ks, and two walks. Uh, it's not a so bad outing at all. It's really not. that. I mean, of the four games we've seen thus far at the LCS stage, I mean, like like we're saying, if you're a fan of pitching, that's that's really all you've got at this point, at least across the board. I mean, game two, you had Ivaldi shove, and you, like you've you've had other guys shove, but like I'm saying, across the board, a two nothing game. Everything else has been eh, yeah rather lopsided because. The aforementioned game two, while Ivaldi shoved on the other side of the coin, Framber Valdez. Yeah. Yikes. Tough. Tough to start start that way. Four in the first, just a gut punch. And the throwing error. Mm, don't throw that baseball. That's got to go mm. right in the pocket. Cannot throw that. Immediately in a jam. Um, did he change his cleats? Did I did I see that he went into the? I heard that. Yeah, I didn't notice it, but I heard after the fact. I was like, "Wait a minute!" Hey, I mean, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. And I, I apparently, uh, Kyle Tucker was switching BGs, no BGs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, there seems to be a level of, or a lack of confidence in what you've been doing yeah. up to this point and when that's this is not the part of the season that you want to no, be tinkering with that no dude at all when you're grasping at superstitions because everything else is going against you not good not good at all well let me ask you this at hindsight of course i believe it was uh our recap when we looked back at the Astro series against the O's and we looked at that Mitch Garver grand slam in Baltimore and you and I, and I think a lot of others identified that as the nail in the coffin mm -hmm. for the Orioles was the, was the four spot from Framber in the first, are we going to look back at that and say that that was the nail in the coffin for the Astros? No. Knowing what we know historically about teams in the LCS that lose the first two at home. No, I, I, I think the Altuve base running mistake stands out more to me. Really? Even more than giving up a four spot in the first? Yeah. yeah. Oddly enough. I mean, I think it would be one thing if it was, if it was just like, Double, single, walk, tank. Like, that, I think, would have been a bigger punch and a, just a bigger been like, you know, you're no longer the big brother. Um, the Altuve mistake, just, I don't I don't know. Like, there's something about that where, like, if that guy's not tapped in right now, I don't know. I don't know. Ended that game... Um, with that uh with that weird like top spinner fly ball to left center that kind of looked off the bat like maybe could have got it um yeah i mean 
I think I, I don't think the Astros are dead. I don't know if we're gonna find a specific moment. I think that specific moment will have to come in a in a in the third Rangers win. Uh, it's too early to give a nail in the coffin. The coffin is being prepped though. You know what I mean? Like it's getting lined. They're putting all and the I, cushions in there. Flowers well, I, are getting picked out. I don't mean to like beat a dead horse here. And I'm I'm genuinely asking. I'm not trying to uh, this isn't sarcasm in any stretch, but but I'm like I'm I'm asking. No team has ever come back from this. Yeah. And we're not talking being down 3-0 in a best of seven. We we know the the, the numbers on that, but but here's the thing: is that like th- this team, you could easily see them tie this up two-two, and if the series ends up still going the Rangers' way, that stat is still going to fall to the O oh, and whatever. Um, I think this team's too good to count out, but this offense really has to get going. Really got to get going. I mean, Jordan's doing everything he can. Homie's doing a lot of work. See that slider he hit off a of Chapman? And it wasn't Dude. even like I gotta give I gotta give credit. It wasn't even a bad pitch. I've There's seen been a some lot of bad Chapman pitches before. That was not it. Well, not just with Chapman. There's been there's been a lot of that, and we'll talk about it with the the Phillies Z back series. There have been a lot of pitchers, even in just these four games, that have been hitting their spots relatively well. Mm-hmm. But these guys that just lock in. Yeah. I mean, and we'll, I mean, like I said, we'll get to it. But you had Schwarber dotting up a a change up off his front foot, hitting right. it four hundred twenty something feet. At a certain point, some of these guys just have to tip their cap and be like, yeah. I, I mean, you're done. What are you going to do? Schwarber, yeah. what are you going to do? Guys like that, it's it's hard to get it going. I think but there's I, guys like you're done that I think can at yeah. least be the spark. Yeah, for sure. And I, he, he's the only reason that there is like a faint heartbeat in Houston. In my mind, he's the only bright spot. I don't see anything else that it, that's getting me super excited. Do you? A lot of deep fly balls. A lot of lot of coming up short right now. Yeah. Um. And no one's really getting on for your Don either. I think both of those that he hit yesterday were solo shots. Am I crazy for saying that? Yeah, solo be. shots. Yep. Were they? Yeah, uh, with the Rangers' offense though, pretty similar to D-backs it's, or uh, to, to the Phillies. I think it's just like the you're exhausted. Pitchers have to be exhausted. Like you're getting through, and and even if you're navigating the top or the middle part of this lineup, you still have guys that are just gonna like they're gonna do their thing at the bottom half. Tavares with uh with that I mean that felt like a a little bit of a dagger, one nothing ball game. He goes yeah yeah to right and on Sunday. Um, you just have guys that are that are doing our thing. Uh, my MVP pick Heim. RBI single, home run over the Crawford boxes. I mean, you got you got bottom half of the lineup guys that are producing, and that's what I'm saying is that like even if 
even if the you're not getting got by the guys in the middle of the order, these pitchers are like, it's hard to keep focus with every single hitter. It's hard to just spot up with every single hitter. Eventually, you're going to make a mistake. And this, these lineups are so freaking deep. So deep. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine not seeing Phillies Rangers. I will say the Phillies are a lock, an absolute lock. I, the D-backs are just lifeless, and I frankly do not care that this is going to Phoenix now. Like That, do, that doesn't change my mind whatsoever. The only thing, the only variable here in the mix that I could see changing, to your point, is the Astros jumping on Scherzer in game three, maybe using that Which to is, get things yeah. going, turn the tide, maybe tie the series up. And then you're playing a best of three at that point. Mm-hmm. Christian Javier last time out did look good. So, but the, in order to, in order to have it be a possibility that you go to the world series, if you're the Astros, you have, because it would have to come back to Houston. Mm-hmm. You have to, find a way to play better at home. It's shocking yeah. how poorly they've been playing at home. Yeah. And that was the thing coming into this postseason that I was talking up so much. I'm like, that's one of the toughest places to play. Well, clearly the Rangers didn't think so. Of the of the field, though, I mean, like, if you were to take... If you were to take all the teams in the postseason, you would have been like, okay, the Phillies, obviously the bank is is, you know going to be one of the toughest environments. Houston's right there in my mind. I think any other baseball fan would Absolutely. Been like, yeah, yeah. Houston's pretty hostile, but uh not so much. Well, I mean, to their credit, like they're I think you can look at them separately and say, well, the fact that the team doesn't perform like doesn't respond and we've talked about this in episodes past where it's like the team may not respond to what the to the energy that the the crowd is bringing you, but that doesn't change the fact that they're bringing it. Mm-hmm. And I mean they they can only bring it as for so long, yeah, until the wind's taken out of the sails, and that happened in both games. And now it's heading to heading to well, it's not heading to Texas. It's in Texas. Some but. Te- I mean, I don't know. Some tells me Arlington is going to be freaking rocking well they've had what one home game this postseason yeah dude they're They're, ready to pop off they're hungry for some postseason baseball those indoor fireworks get me going i'm here for that that should be illegal i like that's just a that's a big fan that's an emergency just waiting to happen big big fan ain't nothing happening in chase though no dude I mean, talk about some lukewarm fans out here. Hey, but they got the D-back dog. <laughs> Just about at every, dog. at every snack snack stand they got there. Um, it's just a regular hot dog. <laughs> Those were, the, if yeah, wondering. for anybody wondering, it, there's nothing special about it. It's just nothing, a Nothing special about a D-back dog. Just a hot dog. Probably a little um, worse. Probably a little too much hot dog flavor on the D-back hot dog. 
You know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. The Rangers, Nate, 7-0 and in the playoffs. Let's go, man. Six wins on the road. That's huge. That's huge. You take that, you combine it with the fact that the Astros have been cheeks at home. I, I'm not surprised. Like, looking back at these last two, it, it went and, exactly as it should have gone with the way these two teams are playing at their respective locations. Dude, you say six dubs on the road and you're talking Tampa. And I'm not saying that place is electric, but it is the fact that the Rays have been have been that dominant at home this year. Camden, and now Houston. Those are notable wins. Those are big, big road wins. Bruce Bochy has like sneakily crept up my favorite manager list. Just snuck through the back door. Yeah, and that and that just goes to show you. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and just like defend old guys for the next 20 minutes, but like, let's give our let's give our props to Bruce Bochy. It goes to show you that people, I think, just love to complain about old people, <laughs> older people, for sure. Because nobody, I can promise you, no Rangers fan is complaining about Bruce Bochy right now. So really, it's 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 never. So, so much about the manager as it is the way your team's doing. Yeah. And I think people just love to jump on guys like Tony LaRusa. Not to I'm not comparing the two by any stretch. I'm just saying like older guys who are brilliant baseball minds, but it it's it simply comes down to how the team's doing. And yeah. because of that and how well Bruce Bochy has been managing this club, nobody's saying a word. So just just put that in your back pocket. I, I, I do think we got to get my man like a segue to get out to pitching changes, though. That's a tough walk to the mound. It's a tough walk. We you mentioned that when we were at the games in Baltimore. You're like, my, oh boy. my dude needs to. Uh, my guy pick it up struggling. a little bit. Yeah, I mean they're winning ball games. I don't think I don't whatever think works. Oh, Brucey cares too much. <laughs> uh, give our props to Evan Carter. Guy's been on a tear, made a brilliant catch in game one mm. when they were up 2-0, bottom of the eighth. Bregman at the dish. I tell you what, Bregman. Good barrels. Even, He's put barrels up. Well, I was going to say, yes, yes, but I, and I'm not even going to pretend like this is a trend because I can only think of two examples. But like Bregman, specifically in the ALCS, I can think of two examples, one of which being this and the other Benintendi robbing him to close out the game in the ALCS. Like he's he's had his a brief string of bad luck. Yeah. Late in games, putting barrels on the ball and it not panning out. But this goes beyond Bregman. That like you said, the yeah. it's it's just up and down the the lineup. They've they've seemingly gone I don't want to say cold, but this isn't the Astros lineup that many were expecting outside of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, Normally by the way, did you sing some, them string some stuff together? They just, they just haven't been really. Anyway, yeah. What were you say? Did, 
was just saying, did you see that thing about Michael Brantley's dad? I did. I thought that, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. He just like shows up to the team's VPs yeah. and it's like, yo, front side's flying. Stay inside of it. The king of staying inside of baseball is Michael Brantley is a freaking hitter. Now I know why. Papa Brantley. Pops. I had no idea. All the credit to Pops. Um, yeah, game three, as we mentioned, Christian Javier versus Max Scherzer. I just I have you no, have I I don't care about the vibes in Arlington. I don't care about how well the Rangers are playing. I am I've never been less excited to to, to watch Max Scherzer pitch. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I and I that's no why I said th- this has to be the turning point for the Astros, and I think it very well could be. But if Scherzer comes out and just freaking dices, there, there's your nail. It's done for sure. If well, Scherzer yeah. is making you look yeah. bad, you know what I mean. I don't know, man. Well, that's weird. It's weird to say that because it's like. You know it's still kind of there, but the odds, I feel like, tell you that he's going to struggle, especially since he hasn't pitched since, like, what, early to mid-September? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Um, what he did this season, but it wasn't pitching. What's that that Batman quote? It's like, you... you, Oh, yeah. Live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Become the villain, yeah. Yeah. That's what it's. That's what you it's, either it's die a hero, like. live yeah. long enough to see yourself become the villain. It it feels that way for old Maxie. This he used to be like this. This like just mad dog Max, Mad Max, dude. Just like you're terrified of him. He doesn't talk. He's just angry. And now you're seeing like these weird antics of like his shirt being off and we're uh, getting a little bit of Mad Bum. Yeah. He's, we've gone from Mad Max to Mad Bum. He's getting into like weird stuff and like weird quotes coming out. Yeah, like not this, ideal. You're you're not the same intimidating guy that we all remember. He sure isn't. And put a shirt on, like I. I don't know. Astros, this is your chance. If you want it, you got to do it in Game Three. That's all I got to say. Um. Phillies D-backs. Game one. Zach Gallon absolutely ambushed. Zach Wheeler. Immediately. Zach Wheeler, brilliant. Six innings, three hits, two earned runs, uh, eight Ks. But yeah, Gallon, tough night. Yeah. Rough couple outings for D-back starters, especially... Did you, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, not to bounce around too much, but what were your thoughts on the Merrill Kelly comments? What comments? About the bank not being able to trump the WBC environment, specifically the Venezuela game in Miami. I mean, I, Merrill Kelly, I told you, he's not the guy. He ain't him. Yeah, he's he's not him. I told you, dude. You were like, I got a a soft spot for him competing in the WBC. He sucked in the WBC. And did I say that about him? I thought I just said that like collectively about the roster. 
Uh, probably you've said that about him. You said that about Jeff McNeil. Both are dead to me. Uh, um, yeah, that's fair. Merrill Kelly's a bum, and like I, you sucked in the WBC, so don't like try to tie in some amazing, you know, environment that you experienced while you were sucking. Um, and of course, I, it's a. That's the point of the WBC. We're getting cultures that we're not used to getting here in the in the states. So, duh, I, I don't know. And you sucked again. I mean, the don't bank talk bad about the bank. I, I, I think you can't. It it's funny. Which well, before I get into that, the ba- I just wanted it to be on record. The bank hit 111 decibels after Harper's home run in Game One. 111. Don't you can't touch that place. And it's it's just funny to me. I there've been so many moments where I've been scrolling the last few days. Honestly since really since the postseason started, going back to the start of the wild card series where I've been like it's funny now how it's like become the popular thing to jump on this bank bandwagon because this is what we were saying last year and nobody yeah. people were like okay and then you look at the numbers of how this team performs at home specifically in the postseason yeah that park that fan base in october cannot be touched and we're seeing it firsthand just dumb comments to Merrill, credit, to Merrill Kelly's credit, uh, there were so many. Here's here's where Nate and Kyle try to like talk some sense into the sensationalism because I just saw so many people being like, "Oh, sick, dude! You're gonna regret that." I I mean I I tweeted in response to the video. I was like, "Oh, I'm sure this is gonna end well," and that was purely in regards to like his well his well-being because i'm like it's not gonna end well but i'm more so just worried about his sake because clearly people aren't learning to just keep your mouth shut whether or not they they mean it whether or not it's like ill-intentioned or not when it when i saw those comments i'm like i don't i don't think he was trying to give them any bulletin board material i don't think he meant anything by it i think he can recognize that this place is electric he was simply just commenting on the fact that like he's he's at least familiar with an atmosphere that brings that kind of buzz. The problem is we've seen it with this Phillies team. It doesn't matter if you meant it a certain way, if you intended for them to hear it. Chances are they're going to find say out anything. They're going to hear it. The fan base is going to latch on and it's over for you. That's just the reality of it. Find a side by side real quick. Just don't say anything. Don't this lineup, dude. Touch the bank. This lineup. What are you pulling up? Merrill Kelly. I know exactly where you're going with this, and I think the same exact thing. Yup. <laughs> It's it's unreal how similar they are. <laughs> Merrill Kelly 
is an imposter, and he's obviously the dude from Schitt's Creek. He is Roland, the mayor of Schitt's Creek. <laughs> it's unreal. Uh, but yeah, this lineup, dude, uh, 15 homers in their last four games are the most by any team in a four-game span in postseason history. I saw a tweet. Um, I think it actually may have been from that Yankee world, that the Addison account that I like so much. They were like, how can you look at what the Phillies are doing and not think that just mashing home runs is the way to go? Right. <laughs> like, just the way you got to do it. Spare me the analytics. Spare me. I, I'm not against small ball. I'm still one of the few that I feel like that still that, that believes that holds a valuable spot in the game. Sure. But like dudes that are going to mash baseballs 420 plus feet on a regular basis. And it seems like since the postseason started, it's been the same group of guys just night in and night out switching spots on who gets the homer that night. Pretty much. Bryce, Cassianos, Trey, Schwarbert. I think you can look at what they're doing and say, that's the answer. And they're, I will say they're fortunate with how well their starting pitching is, has been. But I think coming into this, yeah. you would have you would have thought it would have went that way. Yeah. I think the lineup has just given them a little bit of extra breathing room. And as yeah. a result, they've just been running away with the series. Well, I mean, and you talk about like the dream scenario of all all of your guys in your lineup being hot at the same time. And I know Schwarber wasn't really a factor um, during the Braves series. I chose him as the MVP because I knew like that guy's not going to stay down much longer. And what's crazy is that like the other guys are still going. I think I saw Trey is eight straight games with extra base hit. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I, I have I no mean, clue, but I wouldn't put it past him at this I point. Mean, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bryce is Bryce. You have guys like Bryce and Stott who just seem to have really quality ABs, like a like a pesky AB, and he sneaks out singles and he throws barrels the other way and sneaks ground balls. Yeah, I mean it's just like he you have guys that fit in roles. And then, like, your your other guy on the mound's exhausted, and then all of a sudden, JT Realmuto shows up. It's just, it's so much depth. It's so much depth, and now they're all rolling at once. They beat the Braves, and they didn't have everybody going at once. What makes you think the Diamondbacks even have a chance? And what the pitching side, I said it before the series. If a Diamondbacks pitching staff can work their way through a Braves lineup, they can work through any lineup. As hot as the Arizona Diamondbacks have been, as as good of hitters as You're saying that the Phillies can work through a Braves lineup. Right. If a Phillies yeah, you can said work D back, through, sorry. Oh, did I? I'm losing I think my so. mind. I don't think I did. I think you're losing your mind. One of us is losing our minds. <laughs> Minds are lost. Yeah. If the Phillies can work through 
a, a Braves lineup. They can work through any lineup. And they're doing it. And they're doing it. They don't even have to do it this well because of this freaking offense. And and to that point, I think I think what would have been impressive to see is the Phillies staff mow through the Braves lineup the way it did mm-hmm. and then follow that up by doing the same thing against a hot D-backs lineup. But they have the D-backs haven't been hitting the baseball. Right. So they're this has been a cakewalk thus far for them. Right. But that's that's what I'm saying is that like if if you're not going to if you're not going to hang somewhat and you're just going to continue no, that, to right. give Phillies opportunities right. to get that's what I'm saying. in sync. Oh, dude, freaking role players are are just driving in the nails. Brandon Marsh. Yeah, you're walking to get to Marsh. Marsh yeah. pokes one down the line. I, I mean, it's come on. it's tough, man. You you just what are you gonna do? Somebody's I will say, get you, though. No I will what. say the X factor for me in this game. Looking back on it. And I know it sounds kind of silly because of how good he's been. But Aaron Nola. And you say, well, why would you say Aaron Nola? Aaron Nola's been great. Similar to his start against the Marlins in the wildcard series, a team in which he had not had great success against. You're sitting there going at this. And we talked about it. We said, if Philly is going to push, if if the Marlins are going to push this to a game three, they're going to do it in game two against Nola mm. because he has had his struggles against them. Clearly did not matter. Nope. In this scenario, Aaron Nola has a set coming into tonight's game two. He had a 7-6-7 seven, seven against the D-backs over his career. Wow. Didn't matter. So the fact that in both cases, he's been able to shake that narrative. Yeah. That's yeah. That tells you all you need to know about where this team's at. That's true. And the fact that Wheeler is Wheeler. I mean, there isn't a better one-two punch right now. As good as Montgomery and Yavaldi have been, I'm still going to go Wheeler-Nola. And back-to-back L's for Verlander and Framber. Maybe on paper you would choose them, but it's wild, man. It's wild. The one thing that does concern me a little bit, or I don't want to say concerns me, but the one thing looking at what the Rangers have in this hypothetical projected World Series matchup would be the Rangers' bullpen. Um, because I think you can ask Rangers fans, that was a big question mark for them coming into the postseason. Because in the postseason, I got some numbers here for you, Nate. In the regular season, the bullpen had a 477 ERA, which is 24th in baseball. They had 33 blown saves, which was the third most in baseball. And they had a 47.6 save percentage, which was the worst in baseball. Oh, Not just the AL, in baseball. The bullpen in the postseason, a 201 ERA, zero blown saves, 
and they're three for three in save opportunities. I think I saw something today that LeClerc has end has been the final pitcher of record for the Rangers every game this postseason so far. Makes sense. He's been nails. I mean, how many times does that happen? Yeah. He's been nails. So that would have to be something that the Phillies would have to keep an eye out for, assuming this is Oh, Chapman's going to get got. Don't worry. Chapman's gets his moment is coming. It's not a postseason unless he Yeah. He's narrowly escaped a couple. Unless he gets got. He's it's coming. (laughs) If it's this series, if it's next series, Chapman's gonna get got. Um, my only fear is that this freaking Phillies team is gonna mow through the Diamondbacks too fast and have too much time cooling off. I don't know. Imagine a sweep sweep here. How insane would that be, dude? Freaking sweeps through the wild card. That'd be wild. I don't think anything... Has that ever happened? I can't say, but I'll be honest. Now that you mention it, this postseason, kind of looking at it as a whole, hasn't been like my favorite postseason of all, all time. Right. It's been it's all been, right. Yeah, it's, it's been okay, but like... Somewhat somebody, predictable. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell that to the faces of Rangers fans and Phillies fans, but I think baseball people can look at this and be like, yeah, you know, like we said, yeah. not exactly the dream for a lot of these series have been lopsided. I mean, the two we're looking at right now are rather lopsided. Yeah. I just, we need, well, we just I need mean, a little more juice. It's official. Both series are 2-0. Um, who in your mind has a better chance of coming back? I know no one's ever come back, but, well, from the home losses. I don't know about the 0-2 on the road, like the D-backs, but who has a better chance of coming back, Astros or D-backs? Well, that's what I was saying. The Phillies, for me, are a lock, and the only way in my mind, knowing what we know about teams that go down 3-0, the only way the, the Astros make this happen is if they jump on Scherzer and jump on him early because yeah. that's your best shot. And frankly, that's your only shot. He's got to have a real short leash, right? Also, if yeah. he does struggle, Rangers still win the series. Do you give him a start in the World Series? I don't know if I would do. He, I mean, he makes your ro- He he has to make your roster, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Put him I in the pen. Maybe have him have a maybe give him, him a piggyback him, role. Throw him in the pen, dude. Throw him in the back end. Give him a high leverage spot. Like throw him in the back end. That's the only way you're gonna do this. I mean, what if he comes out and just flops? Then do you give him? I mean, if it, like if he has to That's fight his saying. way through a cut. No, no, no. But I'm saying like. Two different scenarios. He has to fight his way through a couple couple spots, gets out of it relatively unscathed, but gives up, you know, like three or four. Nothing horrendous. But like, what if he just comes out and gives up like a gives up like two or three early, then gives up a grand slam, finishes a day with like seven earned <laughs> runs on the books? Like, do you give him a spot on your no. World Series roster at that I, point? I guess he gets spot, but he's not gonna start. Here's the thing, dude. I if it if it ends up being Rangers Phillies, the Phillies still have to have some type of 
that Mets hatred for Scherzer. It's still in there. I barely think of Scherzer's a Met, if I'm being honest with you at this point. I... Phillies fans, though. I don't know. The guy just... I. It's either it's either going to be epic or it's going to be a flop. I don't think we're going to have anything in between. You're talking from Scherzer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're either getting vintage Scherzer or you're getting seven earned runs and... I'm expecting a, a flop. I'm fine being surprised. I'm yeah. fine being wrong here, but let's set our expectations low. Yeah. Um. Oh, didn't even mention, but wanted to get your quick thoughts on the Harper birthday candle celebration. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. These allergies are really getting to you, huh? They're really getting to me. I don't know how you didn't see this on social media during the game. Didn't see it. Tough. Well, he he put up a three and a one crossing home plate, blew the candles out as he was crossing home plate. It like was this? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was you know, on his birthday, hit the bomb. Why not? I don't love it. I don't love it. It's. I mean, that's got to be premeditated, right? Like, that's not, that's not yeah. just something you, you pull out of your back pocket. No. Like, oh, it's my birthday. Like, he, yeah. he knew what he was doing before the game even started. A little tacky. A little tacky. I don't love it. I don't love it. If, if, if I saw a cupcake at the top of the dugout, someone's holding a cupcake with the candle lit. I'm big on board for that. If it's a teammate what? setting you up, you know what I'm saying? All right. But if you're doing it yourself, I just don't love it. That's fair. Um, Philly is looking to blow little, out the candles of the D back season. It's like a little, little, uh, it's like a little LeBron feel. That's it felt. It feels like a LeBron. Yep. Move. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. Um, Look at that. Kept it 45-ish, 45-plus, 46. Sweet. Let's get out of here. Uh, Just want to check in. Nate had texted me the other day. He's like, are we going tonight? I said, no, we got to wait till every team or till both series play two. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did, which means we will see you guys. Um, Let's see. Wednesday will be only AL. Thursday, Thursday, both. both Friday, only NL Friday, only NLs. Ugh, I don't want to record Friday night. Are we going to have to record Friday night? I mean, Nate, we're going to have to record Friday over. night. No, both Friday, both oh, Thursday, both Friday. both Friday. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. Duh. Just no. NL Saturday if necessary. Yeah. I don't even remember what is it in a seven game? Is it is it two? So they got rid of the travel day because it's in Texas and they're just like right down the road. Is that what it is? Oh, I guess today's the travel day. That's stupid. 
Oh, because it's three. That's why. It's two, three, two. I'm, oh, right. I'm just, yeah, I couldn't I be dumber. Completely right blanking on the format. Yeah, yeah, two, three, two. Okay. So Thursday is what you're telling me? Sure. All right, you're being no help. I'm gonna One of them could be myself. over. I'm going to look this up myself. Okay, are so... We, are, I think there's going to be one sweep. Wednesday. One swoop. Yeah, I think we all know what series that's going to be, too. One um, swipe. Wednesday sweep... Or, Wednesday sweep. Wednesday AL. Both Thursday, both Friday. I just did this. Yeah, so it's going to have to be Friday. Yeah. Sick. Well, I hope you don't have any plans for Friday. Never do. That means folks are going to be listening on the weekend. How about that? Hey, one quick thing before we go. Uh, decided to bring some merch back. Uh, Phillies fans, got some merch up there for you. Um, Rangers fans working on getting some up there. I'm not making Astros merch. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Fair. Uh, and unless... Unless the D-backs can turn this thing around, I'm not going to waste any time putting up any merch because that's going to be a waste of time. So really, we're just looking at Phillies Rangers merch right now. But keep an eye out if if I uh, if if I want to make a decision to push this thing into the offseason, we'll, we'll maybe add some stuff into the offseason. But for right now, I just wanted to get some merch up there for you. All that to say... We'll see you guys for, I don't know. You'll hear from us. We'll see you when you see you, when we see you, when they see us. Like I said to you today, if we hit our recording dates for the rest of the postseason, episode 400 should be our, should be the first one officially of the offseason, recapping the World Series. It's wild. A little celebration. Should Love a cake. That. We should. I like that. I'll I'll get a cake. I'll eat the parts of it that I want, and I'll mail the rest to you. Ship it over. I'll do it. That's how we'll celebrate. Uh, that's all we got. We're we're running over our forty minute. Cap. Great review. Subscribe. Hit us on YouTube so you can see my weird eye. That's being affected by allergies right now. Don't go chasing curveballs. Bye. We love you on as always. Looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.